Earthy Girls is a mother-daughter duo who love the planet and all things green. Raquel is a Dallas-based florist, while Rebecca is a lifelong gardener and artist. Together, they co-create beautiful gift boxes with recycled florals, paper, and wax. Together, they are the Earthy Girls. Hello, Raquel. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Can you hear me? I can. Wonderful. Well, happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Happy What's first going? official week of summer. That's right. Yesterday was the summer solstice, June 21st, longest day of the year. Okay, Raquel, so I think this episode, you wanted to name it How an Earthy Girl Survives the Long, Hot Texas Summer. Is that right? Kind of. How to Survive <laughs> kind of <Earth> Girl Edition. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just looking at a website. Um, this was published uh, in 2019, but it's still very spot on. Actually, June 26, 2019. And it's... Uh, how to have a more earth-friendly summer while also having fun with your kids. I thought that's perfect for you. Yeah, send it my way, and I could uh, share it on the Instagram. I will. It's a different person, but, you know, since we're not the, we're not the only ones preaching to the choir, there are other people out there that are uh, in this movement with us about how to be an earthy girl, an earthy guy, how to be more earth conscious, earth loving. Um, now that we're in this journey together, Raquel, I'm finding out there's more like-minded citizens and that makes me feel good. Yeah, definitely. There always is. And, um, you know, we, you and I were just talking about how hot, uh, the summer has been and we've actually had a little cool front since we talked, but um, so I have been enjoying um, the cooler temps. I know it is just a glimpse, but uh, we will be getting back to those hot, hot days. So we wanted to share just some ways that we can be more earthy this summer, how to survive the heat, how to sur- how to help your home survive the heat, your plants, mm-hmm. your animal, mm-hmm. your kids, your electric bill, everything, right? Yeah. So Raquel, you're going to tackle... Uh food that can help keep you hydrated you're going to tackle ways to keep yourself hydrated physically and I think uh, I feel really good about uh, talking very confidently about different plants that can help you keep your house uh, plants outside and also inside and then ways that you can uh, lower your temperature in your home from anywhere from two to nine degrees that two to nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very specific. So, I, I guess I'll go ahead and jump off the ledge. So, we talked uh, big word alert: evapotranspiration, um, and that's that. All of our plants, Raquel, they basically shed water, which helps lower the temperature. Uh, all the leaves do it. All the trees do it. Every single leaf does it. If you can imagine, every single leaf is giving back water. Uh, that it sucks up from the soil and releases into the atmosphere. And those plants that people talk about that you have around the house, uh, but more importantly, it's trees. So an oak tree, believe it or not, a large oak tree can uh, lower your the whole perimeter of your property uh, by 40,000 uh, degrees, not degrees, but uh, that's the water that it will shed, which will help cool your home down. So Those big oak trees, um, they really help cool your house. Uh, Inside and outside, ficus trees, rubber plants, uh, spider plants, hanging ivy in the windows. All those can help cool your house down on the inside. But think about those big trees that you have and even the hedges that you have around your home uh, can help lower your, your temperature. And a lot of people realize this, that, you know, you hear the term heat Island and that's Mm -hmm. basically a city, you know, the more uh, rural you are, the cooler the temperatures will be. So it's a heat Island, right? It's just a big old hot piece of concrete. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and people that live in, in apartments or townhomes, they can't necessarily plant trees. They are, uh, 
not victims, but they are, they, they have to live with what's planted around, but ways that you can cool off your own individual patio is, you know, bring in some beautiful potted plants. You can, uh, plant a, a fiddle leaf, uh, and, and why not a gardenia for some scent at night and also add those herbs, uh, lavender, rosemary, um, your, your basil, uh, um, sage and if you group those together believe it or not they act as a mosquito deterrent because those bugs do not like to they don't like the all that smell so they don't like the scent so you can also you know yes and the oil especially so you can reduce your uh your patio temperature and also create a little biosphere and then hang some you know petunias hang a couple of uh pretty uh, mixed, you know, a lot of those, you see a lot of the mixed plants, you'll see a little bit of lantana and petunia mixed in together, hang a few of those on your patio, and it's going to help cool your patio and directly help reduce all of the, uh, the, actually the pollution in the air, it can help reduce and, uh, and make your environment a little bit more easier to breathe, and it's prettier, so those are some things you can do as well as we talked about um, you know, put your mulch. We talked about really pretty, you know, the, the bark mulch, the red mulch is really attractive, but put those around your trees in the summertime. And if you, if you don't want to go and buy those big bags of mulch, make your own, you know, like you said, you mow the, the grass out there and mulch with a, uh, no, you get a wood chipper. If you're, if you're cutting out trees, like if you're trimming your trees or bushes and you get a wood chipper, then you can actually create your own mulch. And that's great to go even on top of your garden beds. If you're doing raised garden beds, your potted plants, put a little bit of mulch on top of that because that's going to help with the evaporation, like you said. Yes. Um, cool. You know, the, the, you know, the sun's out there. The sun rays are just soaking up all, um, all the liquid from your plants. So that is a way to help your plants stay a little bit cool too. And um, we talked about, you know, making sure that you're saving your bath water, your shower mm-hmm. water, your, you know, you're the gray water gr- gorilla, but, um, you know, the, the water that you wash your dishes in, save that water so that you can water your plants because your plants are extra thirsty. You're thirsty and dehydrated. Your plants are too, and they need um, extra water. You know, I got an email from a landscaper this week that said, you know, make sure that you are double watering this week and you know that's a lot of water to use so be earthy girls and earthy guys let's save our water like I have a leak in my downstairs bathroom so I put a bucket in there and then when the bucket's full I go water my indoor plants or my outdoor plants you know I save all my buckets Mm -hmm. from my flowers and water the plants outside that way too so yeah well Hunter um I had to get him involved this morning because he had a nice uh, Epsom salt bath and he was swimming around and he goes, Mimi, this is some really good gray water. And I said, it is. So we have to use it in the morning. And we did. And we used his tub water and we got all of the garden and then a little extra. And that's two gardens. That's a lot of plants. Mm-hmm. Um, and we all got involved, uh, Big Papa, Hunter Bear, myself, we were all watering and we still have one bucket left and we'll top off in the morning if we need to. But the one of the original episodes that we talked about was why it's so important to use gray water. And, you know, some people may say, well, what is gray water? So gray water is simply it's contact with your skin, your soap and water, not anything that you cook with. So it's real simple. Just think about your skin, soap, and water, and that's an easy recipe. Now, if you're cooking and you want to wash and put that in a bucket, no, no, no. Anything with meat or any kind of animal products, that's considered black water. Uh, yes. Anything, yes. If you're cleaning a salad bowl, that's completely fine. I mean, any of that is just, it's like a compost, right? It's going to go back to mm-hmm. the phosphate, the electrolytes, the potassium and sodium are, are gonna you know go back in so that's fine because that's still considered great yes, yes. and yeah anything basically uh with nitrates phosphates our plants love those and it actually helps them um and Raquel I don't know if you're aware of this but any kind of a bloom 
that has color, the more color in the bloom, it takes more water. So think about all your mother's purple flowers. That's, Mm -hmm. it takes a lot to keep those flowers purple. So that's where the gray water can help. And like you said, it's uh, something that you can do in the summertime. It's not, uh, it's not too hard. I mean, it is work. We're not going to lie. But what do we say? It's not an inconvenience. It's an investment. Mm -hmm. It's an investment in people, the planet, the plants, the pets, the four P's. So, uh, but you have some uh, ways to help us stay hydrated too by just what we eat. Oh yeah, definitely. In the summertime, you know, um, and that's kind of one of my strong suits is thinking about life in general um, at the cellular level. So, you know, I studied plant biology, cell biology, and I just love cells and guess what we're made of? Cells. So uh, thinking about hydrating your body, but down to the cellular level, we want really juicy cells. We don't want, you know, dehydrated raisin-like cells. So <laughs> we don't want craisins. We <laughs> don't want craisins, uh, which dry fruit is good to eat in the summer, but make sure that you're, you know, staying hydrated with water. So water is just, it's only one element of staying hydrated in the summertime, just like, you know, the gray water for your plants. You also need phosphate, so you need electrolytes. So um, you know, electrolytes, if you don't know what they are, they're minerals that are found in our food. So we get them from nutrition, um, but we also lose them, right? We find them in mm-hmm. our, um, our sweat, our urine, our blood. So in the summertime, what are we doing? We're sweating a lot, right? Just like plants are trying to, you know, um, transpire. We are also sweating, right? And mm-hmm. we cool our body down. But in that, in that uh, act, we are losing electrolytes you're also drinking a lot of water so you're probably urinating a lot in the summer losing electrolytes that way so making sure that you're eating foods that are high in electrolytes so those are going to be um watermelon one of my favorites i love watermelon Mm -hmm. cucumbers so cucumbers and watermelon are a great snack that's the first thing i try to give my kids in the summertime and it's hot you know we all love to have barbecues and you know fourth of july is coming up so i'm sure we'll all have some watermelon but Cucumbers are great to put out. I love my favorite summer treat is uh, some sliced cucumbers and tahini. I think that that is just like, oh, hits all the spots. It's so delicious. Yeah, but you also love your mom's fire and ice, which is tomatoes and uh, cucumbers and a little bit of lemon yeah. pepper. That's great too, because uh, actually that's a really good uh, salad to have in the summer because uh, tomatoes are a really good source of electrolytes as well. You've got bell peppers and then uh, citrus fruit, so oranges, lemons, limes. So drinking um, lemon water in the morning, like first thing in the morning, I say challenge, earthy girls, earthy guys, challenge yourself before you have coffee in the morning or tea to have a, a glass of warm or iced lemon water. So that lemon's going to hydrate you, the water's going to hydrate you, get your cells all nice and juicy for the day, keeping yourself hydrated and then one of my favorites is coconut water so you know think about people in the caribbean how do they survive in the hot hot summers close to the equator coconut water so there's a ton of electrolytes in coconuts so um, i love to even just i have a yeti that i fill up for the day several times i fill it with ice because i love cold water in the summer but i'll do um, lemon and then i'll do coconut water mixed in with my water it's delicious it's a nice little treat Mm. Mm-hmm. And what I do is a little bit uh, uh, earthy girl from the garden. I like to put a little bit of catmint walker, uh, lemon balm, and then mint and muddle them on the bottle, bottle, uh, bottom of the uh, bottle and then add the ice and then your purified water. And it, the catmint walker uh, and the mint are very refreshing, but they also are very calming. So when... I don't know if any of you earthy girls, when it gets real hot, you find yourself getting a little bit more irritable, but I think mm-hmm. there's studies that show that the hotter we get, the easier we can fly off the handle. So, uh, and then one of the things we also want to try to do in the summertime, which I'm doing and I'm loving Raquel is, uh, a quick tepid shower mm-hmm. and no hot water, not ice cold. I mean, there's a little bit of hot water, but it's not warm it's just under warm. And when I come out, I feel so refreshed. And I say, 
yeah, room temperature, save the gray water. And I hear that it's better for your hair, that it makes your hair shinier. And I think I noticed that on Sunday, I took a tepid shower and of course, turn off the water, lather up, turn it back on. But I noticed that my hair seemed to be a little bit less dried out looking because there's less hot water, which is a win-win. I'm just laughing because you're like the ultimate earthy girl. I don't think any of our listeners uh, <laughs> are turning their shower off <laughs> as they're lathering up. I mean, I'm pretty earthy and I don't even do that. So. Well, I did get on to your, your <laughs> stepfather. I see you for sure for that one. Yeah, he was uh, showering and I was just listening to him. I was just like, oh, my God, I'm looking at my watch. Oh, my God, how much longer? And I just said, that's enough. You can't do that anymore. I want you to lather up, turn off the water. And he's he's been doing that the last couple of times because, um, you know, your mom is dead set. My mindset is this is not negotiable. This is not negotiable. You know, I have you, I have your brother, I have your baby sister, and I have my grandchildren. And then all of you have friends and family that have children and grandchildren. And even if you don't, just care about the planet. Uh, And the summertime is the perfect time, Raquel, because guess what? We don't have to go to work as much, right? So we don't have to shower as much. We don't have to wash our hair as much. We can, you know, braid our hair, put on that cute summer hat. Um... You know, and we're all in and out of the lake or the water park. So, uh, yeah. a lot. One of my favorite things is uh, to not Texas girls don't blow dry your hair in the summer. So, yeah, take your cold or your room temp shower. But also, when you get out of the shower, don't use your blow dryer because what is that going to do? It's going to heat you up, get you hot, and you're also using a lot, of, a lot of electricity. Mm-hmm. So much for your hair. So. I noticed, too, that at the water park today that a lot of women had really nice braids going on, the women that had long hair. There were some women that looked like they uh, were using a lot of resources on their hair, but I noticed there was a nice group of women that had a cute hat on, they had a nice braid, they had their sunglasses and their sunscreen, and that summertime is a time that we can use less because I think... I think the mindset is we're all out in the great outdoors, so we appreciate her more. And we're out there and we see, you know what, I don't have to do. I mean, I would like to think that you and I think that way and we're trying to encourage and inspire to be like that. But a lot of people are just, um, they're sensible, you know, it's hot. Hey, we don't have, we don't want to spend as much time getting ready. You know, you're sitting, I don't know about you, but like under those vanity lights, that gets hot too in the bathroom. So it's mm-hmm. the light, the heat from your blow dryer. So you know, ladies, let's, um, and men too, if you style your hair, let's challenge ourselves to just do more uh, air drying of your hair. You know, that doesn't mean I'm not using hot tools in the summer. It just means I'm not blow drying my hair and using a hot tool. I'm letting my hair air dry and I may, you know, get out of the shower and have to go pretty quickly and not have time to have a cute, you know, naturally air dried do. But I'll put my hair in a bun or I'll put it in a little side braid, like you said, with the hat. Or I love to wear like a bun and a scarf is really pretty in the summer. Yeah, you love that. A headband. You know, I like headbands because they're accessories. They make your air dry hair look a little bit cuter, you know. Um, And then if I'm going somewhere fancy or I have to film a video, I'll do uh, curl my hair, you know, and let that last for a couple days before I wash Mm -hmm. it again. Um, so just being, you know, that's economical too, because, Hey, you know, right now we're in Texas and they were talking about last week already having some issues with the power grid. Right. So yes. as a, as an earthy girl, what can you do to help save electricity? You know, obviously like not having lights on in the house during the day, use, you know, open your windows and have a little bit more natural light. Um, if you have a lot of direct light, you know, close those blinds so that you're not, your house isn't being heated, right? That's something that we can do is to put, you know, curtains on in the house uh, to kind of save. And and everybody, uh, Kohl's, Walmart, Target, everybody, Amazon, you can buy uh, very uh, inexpensive curtains that keep out the heat and then vice versa in the winter, they keep in the heat. But going back to what you were talking about, hairstyling, um, a lot of people uh, just put on that cute ball cap 
rock the ball cap, Raquel. You do that really well. And if you, uh, you know, when you're camping, we've all done this, Raquel. You know, you don't necessarily, sometimes you're camping, you don't have a campground. What do you do? You may use a baby wipe or a face wipe to kind of, you know, give yourself a small little bird bath. That's what you can do if you're, you know, if you're in the house and you're not going outside and you're not sweating profusely, you're not feeling gross. You don't necessarily have to have a full 20 minute shower, 10 minute shower. You really don't have to have any shower. You're fine. Just add extra deodorant. That's what I like to do. I add a little bit extra deodorant in the morning. If I haven't gone out and sweated, spritz myself with some body spray uh, or some essential oils. And I know I'm good and I'm not using any resources. Uh, You know, if you have to, Take that quick bird bath, that bird shower, you know, and your mom will do that in the daytime with no lights on. I know I'm extreme, but uh, mm. I, I just want to challenge everybody. I, heard, I even heard it on the mainstream radio today. What are you doing? What's your one small step? And that's what you and I are preaching or where we're not preaching. We are inspiring and encourage you to take one small step. What is that step? Raquel says, don't blow dry your hair. I, I did owe that. I think I blow dried my hair twice this week. Once was for Hunter Bear's party last week, I guess. And then once for Father's Day. So yeah, twice in one week. At all. But that's why I wear my headbands and my little mm-hmm. scarf. And I do have a little, like a hot tool I use to put a couple of curls in. And then guess what? You know, just that extra heat is just, it makes me hot in the summertime and it's a hundred degrees and then you blow drying your hair. Like you said, getting hot makes you a little bit you know red irritable irritable. so it's like hey double triple whammy right you're saving electricity you're not getting hot and your your mood's probably going to be a little bit better because you're not putting all that heat on your body on your head Um, yeah think of some cool um you know ways that you can can have some cute hairstyles without having to wash your hair all the time or blow dry your hair and then, um, like you said, 20 minute showers, I, I don't think that's something we do in the show in the summertime, you know, I, when I was here, we had the water plant come and they taught the kids about how to do, you know, a quick shower, how, how much water that saves. And they give everybody a little timer. And I used that forever until the battery, you know, died on it. And uh, you try to hop in, give yourself five minutes. You can do a lot in five minutes. You can wash your hair, you can rinse your body. And I have long hair, so I can wash my hair. I can condition my hair. I can wash my face. I can wash my body in less than five minutes. So you can do it too. challenge yourself. Um, not everybody has to be like mom where you're, you know, turning the water off as you're lathering, but um, just try, you know? <laughs> try encourage, encourage yourself, challenge yourself, you know, what are some other ways that uh, you could say, cool. What do you think? Well, I think it has to always go, all the way back to the mindset, a lot of people will say, oh, that's just so gross. I don't get to take a 20-minute sh- hot shower. I feel gross. I feel dirty. No, 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 no. It's, you know, think about it. What did you do? Did you sit at your computer all day at your laptop or were you out on a roof? If you're out on a roof and you're roofing in the Texas heat, you <laughs> earned your shower. But I'm telling you, if all you've done is stay inside of the home and you haven't worked out, please don't feel like you're gross because you're not. You're clean. You really, yeah, are. You really are. Like a little, you know, what do they used to have um, before, you know, bath and showers were a big deal. Oh, you your little I, bowl and your little pitcher and you yes. just before you went to bed. I think that's something that. You know, if you're not, like, I'm very active in the summer. I'm usually at a body of water. I'm at the lake. I'm at the pool. I'm at the splash pad with the kids. You know, I'm working out at the gym. I am taking showers, but I'm trying to do, you know, room temp five-minute showers. So, yeah, mm-hmm. if you're inside, I know a lot of people, they don't go outside in the heat, you know. So, yeah, you don't probably need to be taking your 20-minute Showers. Yeah, and you can even skip a day, and you'll be fine. You'll survive, and you're and you're not gross. So yeah, back in the day, uh, and you've seen it. Anybody that's ever seen a good western movie, they'll see mm-hmm. that that the bowl with the pitcher. And you know, when we were out camping, that's what I set up. I've got a 
I've got a actual, and, and Raquel, remember when we were doing tamales and we had to have our hand washing station? What did your mom have? I had that little rack with the water spigot, you know, the spring water. And then that's what we had to do to satisfy that. Uh, the health inspector was that we had to have a little bleach spray. We had to have a little bit of soap and water. We had to have some paper towels and we had to have uh, water with a spigot. And that's what we did. And we were able to keep our hands clean and, and that's outside sweating, uh, serving food. So it can be done people. It's really, it's the mindset and it's really up to you. So, uh, and I practice what I preach. So I do, uh, the quick showers, not every day. Uh, and trust me, I smell just fine and look just fine. <laughs> well, uh, of course, you know, we also want to offer, we're going to give you some challenges to offer some ways to stay cool. So one of my favorite ways, and a lot of people have old rags, old t-shirts, bandanas. A lot of us were wearing those uh, neckerchiefs, you know, uh, last mm-hmm. year, this year to, you know, to wear your mask in the store. But if you have all those bandanas, one of my favorite things to do is to uh, just wet those in cold water, even, you know, just room temp water. If you eat, have um, ice water, you know, if you're going to be outside gardening to have a little cooler and you can have some rags in there so that when you do get hot, those are great ways to stay, to get cool and to stay cool. So a bandana around your neck, a cold bandana around your neck in the summertime is going to be the quickest way to actually lower your body temperature. So our gardeners, our athletes outside, you know, um, playing with the kids outside, have those bandanas. And then like you said, even a little essential oil put on mm-hmm. them it will help you kind of alleviate them. If you got a little heat headache or anything like that. And also too, uh, and you'll hear, you will hear every weatherman in Texas say this loose, light clothing, mm-hmm. loose, light clothing. And also, um, just lots of water breaks, uh, and that's why we would rather, you know, have water to drink versus water to, you know, wash our hair and make it perfect for going back outside in the humidity. That's really a double loss because it's not going to stay that way, ladies. I don't care how much product you put on it in Texas. Trust me, I've tried it. It will not happen. I've tried it and I've debunked it and I've used products from you know the inexpensive to the very expensive and none of them will help you in the texas humidity so it's better just to save those resources that water that we need to drink versus water that we need to like you said what give ourselves a full wash and then blow dry not necessary and then also something else you can do uh when you're out and about this summer is uh, everybody needs water we need to stay hydrated but don't buy plastic bottles please there's a movement, uh, and I'll have to find the hashtag so we can put it on the show notes, but uh, bring your own water bottle. Bring your own, you know, you have a, a Yeti, right? I have just a stainless steel one, and it works just fine. So that's something that we can do is just not buy plastic this summer. And I see a lot of people. I mean, I have a big design team that comes and works with me and does weddings. And for the most part, everybody brings, you know, a stainless steel drink container and we fill our water up. So that was something I was thinking, you know, I always think back on wedding season and say, okay, how can we be better for next season? And that was something that I always think about. It's like, okay, how can we have less waste in the shop? And one of those is water bottles. On wedding day, it's a little different. I bring a cooler just to make sure everybody stays hydrated because, you know, we're working sometimes in 100 degree heat, unloading flowers, working hard. I want to make sure everyone's staying hydrated. But, you know, bring it, bring your own container. I have a cute little, somebody gave me a little longhorn, a flower longhorn that I have on mine. I personalize it. I see people put cute stickers. They're little, you know, you got those travel stickers now. And a lot of people put those on their reusable water bottles. So, yeah, I mean, let's bring it. Let's make it a cool thing plastic water bottles and like you said emergency kind of situations um you know when it's the last last case right it's 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 only the last case and honestly Raquel whenever I see somebody tip up a plastic water bottle I lose a piece of my soul honestly um and it's just it's the truth I lose a piece of my soul so uh I have a couple of water bottles that um and listen do your due diligence if you don't believe me 
you can you reuse water many of the water bottles especially if you look on the bottom and the ric code is you know five and above as long as it you sterilize it good with warm soapy water not hot warm soapy water uh and it hasn't had a sugary drink so there's some there's some information out there that says if it's had a sugary drink uh aka gatorade type drinks uh do your diligence, do your research to make sure you can reuse that. But a lot of people say you can, and I have. I've honestly used a Gatorade bottle uh, for a water bottle. Why would I use it if it has sugar? Well, because uh, mold. Mold can grow, honey. Honestly. Like if you're washing a plastic bowl that you're eating cereal out of, right? Yeah. So, you know, I I tend to stay away from all plastics because... um, you know, I'm very, um, I guess, over the top, worried about it. But I did do a little bit of research before I did the one about, you know, why can't every, why can't your mindset be like a camping day? And I did a little research and it said there's, there's some people that will say, you know, don't do it. But then I saw, uh, and just for my practical use, I know that I reused a Gatorade bottle, uh, for a year or so and then mark took it and he was making uh his drinks out of it you know he's kind of like your husband he likes to make his water have a little flavor so he pours a little pack in there because you know it helps him drink more water and he's and he still uses that so and that thing's probably two years old now or more and it's still going strong so using cheap plastic like that because like you said yeah make sure you're washing it Yes. People don't have to leave your water, you know, with the cap off. There's bacteria growth. I mean, you mm-hmm. that too. So, um, and like you said, sugar is a food source for, for all kinds of bacteria. Yes. Sure. Yeah, it can grow. So that's why we want to tell everybody, no, we're not just saying just point blank reuse every bottle you have. We're saying consider that. First of all, consider uh, consuming less plastic. You should already be doing that. If you're not, uh, point blank that's number one stop buying plastic bottles but if you have to there well, are certain kids, so i i can't really go the glass you know like i can't give them a glass juice cup and i can't give them a you know pottery a porcelain bowl to eat their mm-hmm. i have to give them plastic but um target actually has a line and i'll put some of this up on the instagram it is plastic recycled from old milk jugs and they have a whole line for, uh, Oh my God. I love it. Yeah, cool, uh, you know, little forks and spoons for kids, plates, bowls. And then I just, um, uh, you know, cause my daughter is going from bottles to sippy cups, you know, full time now we're trying to get rid of the bottles. So I just replaced some of her bottles with those recycled milk jugs and they're so cute. And they're, you know, she, she drops them and they're not going to break. And then they're BPA free there, you know, everything is recycled from milk jugs. So I love that. So look for those, look at your, you know, just like if you're not doing this already, when you buy food, you should be turning your food over, looking the, at the ingredients, what you put in your body is the most important thing for your health. Same thing with, you know, what you're buying, your soaps, your shampoos, all of that, you know, talking about not trying to not use any plastic, but if you have to, BPA free, right? And then mm-hmm. recycle, you know, like the recycled milk jug. Whoever thought of that is genius. And I love it. Genius. Definitely selling to me. Am I going to pay a little bit money for that? Yes. You know, a little bit extra, but it's worth it to me knowing that, you know, that there's no chemicals in the plastic that are going to give us cancer or harm my kids. There's, you know, and hurt their infertility. There's not going to be, um, you know, whatever it is that I'm buying, you know, paraben free soap or, or hand wash or conditioner. So, you know, all of that. So, okay. And if it's, that's something that's important to you, you're going to start noticing there, there are, and if that's something that, that people like, drop us some notes and we can give you some of our favorite, you know, that we're not sponsored or anything, but we can give you some of our favorite alternative companies that are, you know, that are earthy. They're eco-friendly. Yes. So remember on Sunday, I gave you that box and you're like, what is this? But I really didn't give you the box just for the recycle uh, thing. So you could put paint in when Hunter does painting, you know, those little, the, see those little three things I gave you. Those were from a salad uh, that Mark bought. 
uh, that had the different, you know, like um, I think it had a little bit of cheese. It had a little bit of salsa uh, and maybe a little bit of uh, cracked chips for the Southwest salad. I thought that was the perfect thing to put paint in when you paint. So I washed that out. That's why I gave you that box. But if you noticed it, it said this is a green box. And I made a choice on Sunday when I went to go buy your stepfather a new pair of flip-flops because he needs some. Uh, he can, he can never find them. And so I went and I found I needed some because quite frankly, whiskey G tore up three different pairs of flip-flops. So all the flip flip flops I have are falling apart. Uh, and they're about to bust out because she's just eating them. And I made a choice, uh, to buy a, I read the, you know, there was a lot of stylish flip flops where I call it DSW, but I went to the ones that I looked at the box. The box was all green. The flip-flops were made in the most eco-friendly way possible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I bought two pair and they were, uh, they were a little bit more than the uh, ones I wanted. But I said to myself, this is it. This is where the hammer meets the nail. This is it. What are you going to do? Are you going to save money? and put more stuff out there. And some of the boxes were bright pink with glitter on them. And I love pink and glitter, but that's just, <laughs> you know, I love pink and glitter, but that's just, I can't have that. It's glitter's not good for the. Well, if you come to my house, what do we have? A lot of hand woven baskets, making grasses. We have tons of, I have really started to like just craft paper in general, the brown craft paper. I wrap presents in craft paper. I love raffia. We have plants everywhere. You know, when you just decide you want to go the more natural route, it's just going to be, become a part of you, you know? It um, does. So I kind of tend to go towards the more earthy colors. Anyways, I like obviously green, like grass and trees and, you know, plants. And then I love brown, like wood and grasses, uh, craft paper. So, I, you know, everything I buy for my company, my business, Earthy Girl products, is we, we do all recycled products, uh, recycled paper, we buy recycled folders, we, you know, buy anything and everything, recycled boxes. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, you got, and we also reuse everything. We reuse everything. So we'll, I mean, we'll cycle back. We'll get the conversation headed towards our products soon enough, but really right now we're just trying to talk to, we're just trying to put ourselves out there into the universe. And we're hoping that we find like-minded individuals that, you know, I've raised an, uh, an extreme earthy girl. I know she says she's not as extreme as me, but she's headed that way. And I know she's going to end up there, but we just want to connect with, we want to connect with like-minded individuals who love the earth first and foremost. And it doesn't matter where you're from, where you live, what you do, but we know who you are and you're out there and, and we are putting us. That, you know, if you're a born again, you know, earthy girl, we're here for you too. So if you yeah. say, hey, for the last 10 years, I've been terrible to the planet, but I want to make amends and I want to start. Yes. What, what are some little steps that I can do every day? Because, hey, I have some friends that are like, look out. I know that you care about the planet, but I don't. And I'm going to do this. And you know, I love them anyways, but I just try to offer up small little tips that I don't come at them strong. But by the end of our time together, I notice they're going to, they recycle their cup or, you know, <laughs> they turn off the light when they walk out of the room. It's things like that, that, you know, um, don't be a hater, but just, you know, try to every day, if you are someone that loves the planet, just show people, hey, there's just a small thing you can do. And some people like Corey, your, you know, my brother, your son say, hey, it doesn't matter what we do because they're <laughs> But there's enough of us that band together to make decisions. You know, hey, I'm going to, I challenge myself for the summer to help you as your Texas power grid. I'm going to not blow dry my hair. I'm going to let my hair air dry. You know, it's also going to help me stay cool. That's our show. It's about how to survive this summer. You know, how to stay cool. How to not use a ton of electricity or a ton of water to water your plants. So, you know, we're here to um, have some fun, but offer you some tips and and just share our yes absolutely right? absolutely Raquel we really want to uh inform inspire and encourage but your mom goes with that one step if I see somebody with another red solo cup oh my god I'm gonna lose my mind I actually did it when we were 
uh, in Michigan, one of our neighbors was walking down the beach. Hey, she's got her drink in her solo cup. I said, you don't have another cup at the cabin? She goes, oh, no, I just, I just thought this would be better for the beach. I'm like, no, no, no. I said, be no. Kind. Be kind, but, right? To say, be kind, rewind, be kind. Yeah, be kind, rewind, and, yeah. you know. And, and and there's room for everybody in the middle. So once again, we always have to go back to the beginning, which is the mindset. And once you find that you have begun and clarity comes with action, your clarity will come with action. One small step. And you will find that once you make that move to the other side, when you change your mindset, that it's not an inconvenience. It's more of an investment. Yes, true it is an inconvenience no lie but it's more of an investment and once you get there to that place in your mind you will find that it becomes easier easier and every day it gets easier and then you'll find ways to challenge yourself Raquel uh, I mean what have you reduced or reused or recycled this week I'm excited to tell you what I did I thought it was funny I you know I am still I just survived wedding season the spring wedding season post COVID was unlike a season I have ever experienced and it was just my 11th year of uh, doing weddings for myself and florals and it was a rough one but I am still kind of uh, recovering I haven't had a wedding in two weeks but I did have a a big event last week and a a small event this week but we are just covered in boxes right now in the shop my flower boxes and I am just determined to make sure I break those down and I take them to recycling I've been reusing them I also worked a little bit in my garden and I broke down some of those to kind of put around my uh, box I noticed some weeds are coming in so I kind of went back and reinforced uh, some of the the garden boxes with some uh, flattened recycled paper Mm, I I don't actually use any chemicals in my plant and my uh, flowers I don't use any preservatives or any flowers Mm. uh, because I want to do it as natural as possible which means that I do need to have a little bit more like I need to change the water out frequently for my flowers but instead of just tossing that down a drain uh, and my team knows when they come to work for a wedding they don't just dump the water out in the drain in the sink we and I tell them, because they don't have to do the hard, heavy lifting like I do. I want to be able to water my plants. You know, I go outside. I save all of that water that I use for my weddings in, my, in the flower buckets. And I water my garden. I water my pots. I water all my flower pots, my roses, mm-hmm. my garden, my vegetable garden. So I save all of that water. You'll be proud of me. I'm becoming uh, a gray water girl myself. Yes, yes. And so uh, water first and foremost. Uh, think about this. Um, there will come a time when water will, I even heard someone, a young person say in your generation, I hear water's going to be the new gold. Well, yeah, if, if you can get it, some people won't. So, uh, gray water, we've, we've covered that, uh, electricity, cutting back on your electricity use, very simple, unplug everything that you don't need. If there is, if there's a room in your house, you have several people have very big houses in Texas. Let's just say it. Things are bigger in Texas. Those, yeah, those that have big houses, you know, you're not in those rooms all the time. Shut it down. You're well, not yeah, used- your guest room, if you don't have a guest coming, you know, maybe go unplug the TV or the fan. You, unplug you it that. all. Yeah, today I curled my hair and, you know, I, would, I could have been in a hurry and left it plugged in, but obviously I turned it off. But I also unplugged it and I unplugged uh, my electric toothbrush too, because I was like, I'm not here. I don't need to use the power electricity. So, you know, conserving your energy in the summer is going to, you know, help all of us. It's also going to help you be a little bit more eco-friendly and earthy. Yes. And also too, Raquel, I think you'll love this for people that with young families, uh, you don't need to buy any of the juice boxes, make your own juice. Y'all, all you mommies have all those cups make your own juice. You know, you can buy frozen juice in the frozen section. You can buy cranberry, you can buy cran apple, you can buy grape, you can buy whatever, mix and match, make your own juice, put it in your to-go cups. Don't buy any more of those box drinks. Uh, cause you know, my Ma- earthy mamas, you've got a lot of those cups laying around. I've even there's got no a lot for the birthday party last week, but sometimes there's just things that convenience. I cannot say, Hey, BYO, 
see. You bring your own cup to the party. So we bring <laughs> your own snacks. Yes. And also, too, uh, yeah, you know. Uh, but yes, yeah, like a birthday party, obviously, you know, moms. But if, yeah, but moms, but moms yeah. that are going out to the splash pad, you know, you can pack your own drinks. You know, you can make your own, uh, make your own sweet tea. Uh, yeah, there's going to be times that we have to be a consumer. And uh, I'll post, I'll make sure I post on the show notes uh, okay. that climate hero so you can I take your own it. test. And and then also too, last year, uh, and I'll do it again, I made Hunter some uh, popsicles because he was like, oh, Gigi's always got popsicles. And I'm like, well, I'm thinking to myself, I don't want to buy popsicles because that's a waste. So I made him his own popsicles and he said, these aren't that sweet. And then I said, well, you know what? Next time I make them, they'll be better. And, and they will be. And so I'll make him some. And I've even tried to make myself my own wine popsicles. So um, Earthy Mamas. Well, I, you didn't yeah. hear me, but I had an idea. So I said, ding. So okay, my, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> the sun tea. So instead of, you know, using your electricity or your stovetop to going to produce heat in your kitchen, What's something that you used to always do is the garden tea. So uh, yes, I was telling a friend about this and a lot of people don't know about sun tea. So you can get a clear um, glass or plastic pitcher. You can fill it with water and put your tea bags in there, like the directions, you know, making tea. But then instead of, you know, pouring hot tea in there, take it outside, let the mm-hmm. sun, you know, create your sun tea. So if people don't know about sun tea, that was always a nice little treat that we made in the summer. So uh, that's a fun little another way to uh, stay cool in the summertime because then you don't stay have cool. electricity in your house and then come inside put some put it poured over ice and there you go yes and then add a sprig of your mint metal that on the bottom add a tiny bit of stevia and it tastes just as good as anything from the store and talking about uh other things that you can do for the summer uh besides bringing your own drinks in but you know what if you know, you have a electricity free night, Raquel. What if you actually turn everything off and then camp outside, especially those that live, you know, in the country, y'all can camp outside, make a little campfire. That's something you can do if you're doing a staycation, you know, um, there's a lot of things you can do off grid, so to speak. And, once again, I'm going to recycle back to that mindset. There may come a time where we have to have periods of time where we don't have electricity. So we need to start changing our habits now. We need to start acclimating ourselves to the fact that, you know what, there may be a day or two where you don't have AC. What are you going to do to make it interesting for your children who may be freaking out that there's like, there's no lights, there's no lights. Well, there's not a big deal, kids. There's, you know, we've got a lamp, we've got a lantern you know, we can go outside and try to catch uh, lightning bugs. You know, we may get to that point sooner than later, I'm afraid. So let's start preparing ourselves and let's start reducing our elect- electrical, uh, you know, needs. Because if we don't do it for ourselves, Raquel, what did I raise you kids with? If you don't govern yourselves, the government will govern for you. And that means if we can all cut back and do what we need to do to save, then we may have a blackout. And that's a terrible thing to think about in the summertime in Texas or, well, in, or, or across the country, really, honestly, not just happens, us. It happens in a lot of states. So it does. It does. That's going to happen here in Texas. So we wanted to come, you know, with some fun ways to survive summer, also to cut down electricity, some ways to stay cool. So, um, yeah hey if you know some fun things like making your own wine popsicles you know that's a fun way to stay cool if you can use an eco-friendly rosé on top of that there you go um so i think that we've had a great show i think that if you have your own ways of surviving the summer and the earthy girl way then uh, drop us a line and and let us know right we want to hear from you too Yes. And I forgot, I was going to tell you what I did. It's different this week, what I uh, found a way to reuse. So I was getting ready to throw away another empty uh, a Kleenex box that I keep by the front door. And I was just looking at it and I was just like, oh my God, I can't throw this away. I know it's not going to be recycled. So what did I do? I looked at it square. It has that tiny little hole in the middle where the tissues come out. I've decided that's my receipt keeper. I put receipts 
and they stand up nice and neat. And I was like, oh my God, I can, I can totally reuse this, this Kleenex box. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, good show. Thank you, yeah. Earthy Girls, Earthy Guys. If you have uh, any other ways to stay cool, let us know or survive the summer. Any ways that you are challenging yourself to be more eco-friendly this summer, let us know. Yes, let us know. And then uh, also, what's your favorite way to u- reuse your essential oils this summer? I think that could create a good buzz, Raquel. Just before we get off, I had bought some rosemary oil. I was going to use it, you know, in my homemade uh, bug spray. But then looking at it, it says here that if you have dark hair, you can actually use it as a final rinsing water to help give your hair a natural shine. And I thought, who knew? I'm glad I didn't throw this away. So I didn't know that rosemary oil could do that. How to recycle your essential oil bottles. Is that what you're talking about? That, I mean, I'm already doing that, but I bought some rosemary oil, uh, organic, of course, uh, because I wanted to use that, you know, you and I love rosemary oil, but I heard it's a really good way to keep bugs off of you. Okay. Uh, and uh, to mix with like the lemon, uh, because, you know, rosemary, rosemary, that plant is very oily. And I've noticed I've got that one right by the back door. I don't seem to have as many mosquitoes around uh, where I have the rosemary plants. So I thought, well, let me buy some of this oil. And then one of the things that it says that you can do is one drop of um, uh for your, for your final rinsing of your hair should help make it, you know, dark hair. It says dark hair can help keep a natural shine. And I thought, wow. So there's a lot of different things with essential oils that I don't think that we've really delved into. I think that should be a whole show, by the way, since you and I both use them so much. But just, you know, I, I would love for people to, any earthy girls and guys, if they have, you know, different pro tips on how to use essential oils, let us know because, I I think that we have set the bar low on that. You and I use a lot of it for, you know, for the scent, uh, for curative. uh, But there's also things to do with our skin. I sell essential oils. So I use a lot of them. You use a lot of them. So that will be a whole different show. But we are going to head out for the night. So thank you guys for being here. And uh, follow us on Instagram. If you're not, like I said, I'm going to be doing some more videos and and reels go like our first reel that we did on Instagram. So if you're not yes. following, go so and um, yeah, send us if you we're we're maybe gonna do a Q and A for our next podcast. So if you have any questions, drop them in the comments and send us a little note. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, great show, Raquel! Lots of good information. Yeah, well, we'll see you later, Earthy girls, Earthy dudes. Yes, Earthy guys, Earthy babies. All right, Raquel. Till next mom. time. Earthy mamas. <laughs> Till next time. Yes. See you, later. See you later. Bye. This episode was brought to you by Petals to Paper, the magic behind the making.